What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan. Have that voice that you're coming to know from New Jersey at South Park. Kyle, how's it going? John, going well, man. Good morning. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. As we speak here on a Friday, it's kind of cloudy, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's, that's the way it goes it today. Was, it was sure cloudy in Atlanta yesterday, but we'll get mm. to that. Sure was. Um, the Braves had to a lengthy rain delay and you know, didn't become very prosperous. Um, but the Braves have had a pretty good week overall. They went three and one against the and they won that series. Anytime you can win a series is pretty big. Yeah, especially when it's a four game set and it's and it's either you split or you actually take three out of four. I think you have to take wins when they come. So I think if we were looking into this week when it first started, I'd say, you know, I'd be very happy with three out of four and that's what we got. Um and overall the pitching like as we talk about the starting pitching was really good and the bullpen let us let the break down. This series, I think it was a mixture because like about four runs. Um Morton gave up four runs and Kyle Wright gave up um well I'm looking at no he Kyle Wright didn't give up any, did he? No, Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright was nails uh, before the rain delay. We'll get into that. But uh, Charlie Morton actually pitched. That was probably his best game of the season. Uh, Charlie went seven innings, um, and he only gave up three hits, one run, and nine Ks. So that was the bullpen that came in. Dylan Lee uh, gave up two runs in that. But I will say this. It's been our bullpen that's been the the bugaboo the last week and change. But uh, Colin McHugh's back. He looks pretty good. Um, and we're going to get Iglesias back here I, I, maybe tomorrow, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. the next day after that. I don't know if he pitched yesterday, David, but I know he started a rehab assignment. Um, he's, I think him and Harris are both at Gwinnett. Um, I think David O'Brien said he'd be back in the, within the next week. Um, yeah. They're both hitting off live and pitching live games. Have you – now, as a visual person, you could probably notice this. Have you noticed anything different about – Specifically, AJ Minter's. Um, uh, I think I think I think what it's with him is it's uh, it's confidence in the ninth inning. He's not a closer mm-hmm. by any standard. I know he was a little bit in the minor leagues coming up, but I think that uh, you know it's a little. Uh, everyone's role is a little bit different. We talked about it the other day. Everyone's role is a little bit different, and right now he has to assume the ninth inning and it hasn't really gone well at all to say the least the last two games. Uh, he, I mean, he gave up five runs in two thirds of an inning yesterday. Couldn't, couldn't shut the door. So no one's being harder on AJ Minter than AJ Minter is. And uh, we just have to mm-hmm. kind of just turn the page. Unfortunately, it, it sucks. What happened yesterday? I was following it on my phone um, and just wasn't, wasn't what we wanted. Well, before we get to the rough stuff, I figured we could get with some fun stuff. Um, Tuesday night, you, we already mentioned Charlie Morton gets, gets the win. He only allowed one run. Um, this was a back and I mean, the Braves, you know, got a run in the first. Uh, looked like uh, the Marlins got a run in the – it was in from – the Braves got four, three runs, and then the bullpen gave it, you know, started to give it away, and then – Ozzy and Eddie went back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. You're right. So, um, I mean, the Braves were in cruise control, 5-1 going into the eighth inning. Get, have a couple hiccups, still close it out. Uh, the notable standouts, Ronald Acuna, two for four. Um, he had he had a, his 13th stolen base. He's leading the major leagues in that category. Um, and then, you, like you said, Eddie Rosario and Ozzy Albies. And we had just talked about um, the other uh, the other day, Eddie Rosario. I told you his advanced metrics looked good, and now he even had two hits yesterday against a left-hander. Um, so Eddie Rosario is looking really good, especially if he's going to DH against right-handed bat or right-handed arms. I think Sam Hill get a run for his money for that left field position. I think uh, defensively, though, that they'll they'll put in Hilliard there um, because if you've if you've been kind of reading the tea leaves uh, with the way that the lineup's been constructed, Eddie's been DHing mm-hmm. a whole lot more than playing the field. They're they're putting Kevin Pillar in left field and Hilliard in center field right now, um, but mm-hmm. I I I pretty much think it's a foregone conclusion that Hilliard will play left. I got you. Um, his bad Aussie's coming around with the power lately too. Whew. Back to back with he went back to back with Eddie, and then he's had another a few home more home runs this week, hasn't he? Yep, yep. Eddie or uh, Ozzy has seven home runs. He's got twenty some odd RBIs. Both, I think he was leading the major leagues in RBIs at one point, and he's definitely leading all middle infielders in home runs with seven. So his power stroke is there. He's he's hit it from the left. He's hit it from the right side, and uh, you know that's like like we talked about when Ozzy's going good. That means his lineup's probably going good too, and um, and they are definitely. Um. It's kind of hard to pick a standout from this game offensively because you had so many. You got Ronald, you got Ozzy, you've got Eddie. Um, who do you? The the number one is uh, Ozzy, but the table setter is always going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. Two for four, he scored a run. Uh, his batting average is you know in the high high three sixties, three fifties, and uh, yeah, I, I mean you can't go wrong with any of them. I will uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more as we go on, but I wanted to call to attention. Matt Olson, um, the contact has slipped. His batting average has dipped. I think he's, you know, in the 250s now. Um, he's got the good power numbers. Everything else looks analytically sound for him. But he's got to w- make way more contact than what he's doing right now because um, there's been so many spots now where he's had men on base. And if he just focuses on making contact and not um, and not trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark every time, it worked the other night in the comeback. But um he's it, it's it's killing us it's killing rallies because ronald gets on and he's he either steals second or he gets or or he moves over and he's not getting hit in from olsen then it puts a lot of pressure on austin riley and murphy after him so we need we need contact from our two and three holes and that's not what they're doing right now i think austin riley struck out four times yesterday so it's just not a recipe for success no not really at all um Charlie Morton would be my standout on the mound. Um, mm-hmm. Only one run. It's probably his best game of the season. It looked uh, great. I would agree. It looked great. Awesome. Um, headed to Wednesday, if you had nothing else to say about uh, Tuesday night. Nope. Tuesday was good. Wednesday was a, uh, a fun night, I'd say. Um, it was um, – Kind of nerve wracking at first because it was four nothing, and then the Braves. Um, I kept getting solo home run, solo home run, solo home run, and I'm like, wow. Um, uh, Bryce Elder is getting 
dunked and dashed on. Because <laughs> this is like a dash there, a dash there, a dash there, you know. And all of a sudden, late innings, the Braves turn it on like they usually do. You come to expect that, to be honest with you, lately. Yeah, poor Bryce Elder probably has to get uh, get to the doctor, check him out for whiplash with as many solo home runs as that he gave up. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're solo. There was no one on base, mm-hmm. so they didn't kill us at the time. Went down 4-0, and then you got to see a little bit of the fireworks. Ronald Acuna Jr. again hit a laser beam the left field over the fence. He got it going. That kind of gave the team some life. You know, anytime you can get him – Ronald getting a little bit of his swagger going around the bases. I'm sure it pumps up uh, his teammates. Uh, Matt Olson, we just said, make contact, right? Just make contact. And this time he did. It barely got out, but he hit one right in front of the chop house. That got it to uh, 4-2. Um, and then, oh, the base hit that um, – I, I forget who who had the base hit, but um, one run came in, and then Eddie Rosario got thrown out the plate. That was 4-3. Again, momentum's building, momentum's building, and then it bubbles over. And then we make the run um, with with the triple from Rosario, got him in, and then uh, and then a little bit of hit and run, a little bit of small ball action. Vaughn Grissom, Ozzy Albies put in motion, steal in second, little hit and run to the right side of the field. That got a run in, and um, and then the rest is history. The Braves uh, came from came from behind. Did Murphy score that first run? No, I I, I might have been Austin Riley who did, and then Rosario got okay. pegged at the plate. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember. Like the, they, they, yeah, they call that snatching victory from the jaws of defeat, John. That's what they call yes. it. Yes, yes, they do. Um, impressed with the comeback, um, for sure. Um, there's multiple people to pick from. Um, who would you go with? I'm going Vaughn Grissom. He had the big hit early. For an RBI, and then he came back and got the game winner. So, um, just doing what he does, hitting to off fields. Um, he hasn't hit a home run yet, but um, I still like to see that he's he's getting base hits the other way. He's contributing. He's he's really obviously fits in with the culture of the team. Uh, just like the loose, young, upbeat, and uh, that's my that's my hitter of the game. But you can also pour one out for Eddie Rosario with the triple to get it, get it going, um, or Ronald, who again one for three. And I think um, I think that was the the big home run that sparked everything. Is Vaughn Grissom beginning to look better defensively, or is he still looking kind of <clears throat> well? Get a shelter. Yeah. So, well, I would say that he is looking better than how it began. That goes without saying. Uh, you know, he's making plays. He's making the right plays, and I think when he has to think less, he he performs better in the field. So, what I mean by that is. If he's like, we've seen him make the diving, the diving tough plays. Yeah. So like I, like I was saying, it, it's kind of funny because he will always, you know, I feel like the plays right at him are kind of shaky sometimes, but when he has to like not think and it's a quick twitch movement, he's making the tough plays. So I'm seeing improvement. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do when RC is healthy. I think he got his cast off. He's in a splint and he wants to come back by like, the, the beginning of the next homestand. So I know we go on the road a little bit here. So um, it'll be very interesting because Vaughn's still hitting. Arcia was a world beater when he was in there. So um, it's going to be interesting what happens. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if they brought him back down. I, I'd be, I would, I don't know. I haven't, I, that would be a tough decision for Snake I believe. 
Yeah. Well, I think the decision's ultimately going to fall under uh, Alex Anthopoulos, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I got to say, I feel like it looked good, even though he gave up the four runs because they were all solo shots. And you know, he, for the most part, yeah, yeah, Bryce Elder. I mean, he was due for a little bit of uh, negative regression. Um, just, just it's just the name of the game. No one's gonna have a one point nine ERA the whole season, right? So, he got touched up a little bit, but listen, he got deep enough to uh, get through at least five. He pitched into the sixth inning, and then uh, our guy Michael Tonkin came in two and two thirds innings, two Ks, no hits. Um, he shut it down, kept us in the game, which is all you can do when you're trying to uh, make a comeback. You just want your bullpen mm-hmm. to keep it where it's at. No, like stop the bleeding, put a bandaid on it, and that's what he did. And then AJ Minter came in, uh, one, two, three in the ninth, which is kind of interesting because, um, you know that we'll talk about the next game and what happened yesterday. Um, but with AJ Minter, you know maybe he's a little fatigued too. He's been throwing a lot, and he went back to back days. It's not easy to do that, especially from a re- relief standpoint. And it's early. We're still oh. in April, so. I, I, you know, I'm not making excuses for the guy, but, you know, I've seen enough, you know, myself and you, John, have seen enough of AJ Minter to know, like, that's not him. Five runs in an inning is not no, him. It's not. So, no. so, uh, yeah, so that could be a two, but this was a good game. We talked about our offensive standouts, uh, our pitch, the pitching, you know, I think Tonkin and Minter did great job. You didn't have to burn like a Nick Anderson or anyone like that because you're coming back progressively throughout the, the later stages of the game. So we'll take it. We'll take the win. So I think we went to uh, seventeen and eight after that game. So I'm going to I'm going to go on a side trail here for a second. Um, all the bullpen uh, pieces for this year. Who was surprised you the most? Who who did you use coming out of nowhere? I mean, this guy Tonkin. I I had never even heard of him. He made the team. I was like, uh, who who is he? Uh, but what mm-hmm. we've seen is it's a, a tall, lanky arm who has a lot of extension on his pitches, and he has a, a, a really smooth delivery. He throws hard. He throws downhill. And so far, I mean, the argument can be made, like, he's the one who come who came out of nowhere. 2.51 ERA. I mean, he's built up. So, like, I mean, he threw 37 pitches in this game. So, he's stretched mm-hmm. out as right now their long reliever, which is really good to see because right. they need someone that they can rely on in that kind of role. Um Right. Whether it is in in a blowout win, a blowout loss, or when you're getting beat, that you don't want to burn one of your your main high leverage arms. So they go to this guy, and he's got two wins now, so he's been been reliable. Uh, so that that looks good to me. Um, I did want to um, bring up also something. So we were talking about Bryce Elder and a little bit of regression, right? Five and a third, four runs, two point one seven ERA. I think what they're going to do, and I think we touched on this briefly, but now I've been seeing other reports about uh, Michael Soroka. I think what they're going to do is they're eventually going to go to a six-man rotation because they're going to want to limit these arms. They're going to they're not going to want Strider to overexert himself or Freed. Um, right but now, I saw that they skipped um, his uh, Soroka's last rehab start in the minor leagues, and they're, he's going to pitch this weekend. So they literally gave him a week off because they're trying to make sure that he's ready to go for the stretch run, I think. And he's looked great. He just went six innings, no runs. I think he's ready now. So I would not be surprised if, um, you know, after this next minor league start, if everything checks out well, I'm not going to be surprised if we get uh, that, that, that moment we've been waiting for to see Soroka back on a major league mound. I can't wait for it. I think it's coming soon. I think it's definitely going to happen in the month of May. 
if I'm reading everything correctly. And uh, man, what a what a shot in the arm that's going to be uh, from not only just a pitching standpoint, but like at, at an emotional standpoint because he's been through oh, yeah. a lot, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be goosebumps watching it. I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yes, I will be super excited to see him. Like like you said, all he's been through with the two back to back torn Achilles and just struggle. So, um, so moving on to oh, I guess offensively, um, who be you um, went or uh, went? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. It was Von Grissom for me. Um, the two oh, yeah. RBIs. All right. All right. I spaced out. I have a I have those moments. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we all do. Um, Thursday I was I was that's why I was uh, scatterbrained. Um, the Braves, uh, you know, Kyle Wright was on the mound, things went, went well, and then the torrential rain comes through Atlanta, and three hours later, well, Colin McHugh gets the call. And he pitches pretty good in an inning or two. Uh, he pitches really good. The Braves end up getting a four-run lead, four to nothing, four to one, and the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah, so this is this was uh, a little tough, a weird game too, because uh, the Braves got hit eleven to out, hit eleven to five, and all of our runs were scored on either walks or errors or just not base hits right so like uh there was like fielder's choice ground outs etc so that i mean we had the lead going into the ninth inning it was four zero and then the wheels did fall off for aj minter but i want to be positive on this friday john what i want to talk about is kyle wright three innings six k's 45 pitches he looked like vintage kyle wright that's my first positive my next i'm on the i'm here just buckle up my next positive takeaway call me q Conley Q, his second uh, his second appearance coming off of the injured list. Two innings, no runs. That looked good. Dylan Lee, he rebounded, looked good. Kirby Yates looked good. Nick Anderson looked good. Snicker pieced it together perfectly if you're going to lose your starter after three innings in a lengthy rain delay, right? I mean, that's yeah. tough to come back from. It was 0-0 then. The Braves score, you're like, okay, 4-0. And, yeah, the wheels fall off for A.J. Minter. Uh, Jesse Chavez gets hit up um, again, so – those two uh, need to bounce back. And, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a, a bad thing for Minter to go back to the seventh and eighth inning. I think it's going to help him. I think it's going to stabilize everything. We just need uh, Inglesias to come back healthy, happy, and uh, ready to work because uh, it looks like we need him. Yes, I think so. Um, but it'll be a shot in the arm like you um, said earlier with Soroka. It'll be a shot in the arm to get him um, Iglesias back. You know, the Braves have done all this damage in the East without Iglesias, without Harris, and without Soroka. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. You, if you would have if you would have told me before or you would have told me the first week of the season, like, okay, April you're gonna finish roughly seventeen and nine or eighteen, whatever it's gonna finish out at, but you're gonna be at the top of the NL East. You're gonna ha- hold the best record in the National League for the majority of the time. I know we're tied with the mm-hmm. uh or, we're, we're, or the Pirates have now eclipsed us and have the best record. But if you would have told me that, and then you would have told me, like, they're – That's weird to hear, by the way. Yeah, that's that, – that, there's some ma- magic going on <laughs> there. We could, that's a whole different beast, what they're doing. Uh, and, they, and they just took two out of three from the Dodgers. But if you would have told me all wow. that, 
And you would have told me that we do it without Michael Harris, without Inglesias, without Travis Darno, really, um, without Colin McHugh. All these people that have been injured have come in and out. And then you would tell me that, um, you know, you'd, you'd be still be playing Ozuna and, like, you know, you, you would need Sam Hillier to step up and play a major role. All that, and we're sitting at 17-9 and nine here on April 28th. I'd say that we're in pretty good shape, and I like where we're at. So that, that's the way I'm going to look yeah. at it today. I would agree with you on that one. Um, so, you know, like you said, the offense kind of makes for a weird offensive game. Um, who, who had a good game for you? Uh, I, I think the, I'm looking at the box score here, I guess, Eddie Rosario, two for four. Like I said, he's, he's going to keep hitting that average. is going to keep climbing. It's up to 222 right now. His OPS is flirting with uh, 0.700. So uh, he's coming mm-hmm. up. He's, he's going to keep being steady. But, yeah, ugly day uh, in general. And, you know, it's, it sucks that we blew this one because, you know, we had it. But, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. And, and the night before we have the big comeback, this this one, uh, you know, it balances out. That's what baseball is. So, what can you do? That's for sure. Um, uh, I think it was Wednesday night that Ronald Acuna, if he he's on pace for eighty eight stolen bases. Mm. Yeah. He um he yeah. he's stealing third. He's stealing second. Um, it's just you know, buckle up when you're watching him. It's it's appointment television. Catchers beware, pretty much. Yeah, to say the least. Um, so the Braves head up to New York as we speak on Friday night. Um, seven o five or seven four o five game and a one o'clock game Sunday. Uh, yeah. It looks like that we play one 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 forty on Sunday. 4.05 on Saturday, and tonight we start opening up the series with Max Fried and David Peterson. Um, what do you know about Peterson? I know he was decent. Yeah, he was good last year, but he's been abominable this year. He's been just terrible. Um, I've, I've, got, I've followed him pretty closely. Um, he's just been hittable. He's walking people. So I expect this team to come out strong tonight. We, we're our record away is 10 and two. You have your ace on the mound, Max Freed. You want to continue to sh- display the dominance that you did last season uh, in coming back and winning in the National League East. So I want to see Max Freed come out, shut it down early. I want to see them get multiple base runners on in the first and second inning. Hopefully get, you know, put up a crooked number around that time, three or four runs and, uh, and, and go from there because, um, you know, David Pearson has pitched well against us, but, we saw a soft tossing lefty yesterday. We're seeing another one today who throws a little bit harder, but I think that their eyes are going to be adjusted and they're ready to uh, to explode, I hope and think. The pitching matchup for tomorrow, Saturday, it'll be Spencer Schreider and Tyler McGill. Or Ty- yeah, Tyler McGill. Um, I'm looking for a good, another good performance from Schreider. He's got a 180 ERA right now. Um, do you know anything about McGill? Uh, he, last year before, I think he had, he, he got shut down last season. I think it was shoulder or elbow issues, but before he got shut down, he was, he was really good. If you remember, he was still like 99, uh, he had a low mm-hmm. two ERA and then he got hurt and then he came back and just, just was terrible. 
Uh, this year, I think his velocity is a little bit down. I think that uh, he, he, he's, he's still throwing pretty hard, but I mean, I think this is just, you know, another game that's set up really well in our favor. We have Spencer Strider on the mound. He is the betting favorite in Vegas to win the National League Cy Young Award. Um, so, you know, that's you always got to feel good with him on the mound, especially coming off that 13K game, his last start. And, uh, you know, that I think these first two games set up really well for us. And then on Sunday, it's Charlie Morton versus Jay Butto. Jose Butto, yeah. So he's he's okay. like kind of their emergency starter. So uh, they have a lot of injuries in their rotation right now. And, uh, you okay. know, Verlander out. They're missing a couple other guys. So he's a, he's a minor leaguer who's come up and he's pitched well this year. Last year he got beat up a lot. So, I mean, literally, I think that you're lining up right now, you know, arguably you're definitely um, Freed and Strider are one and two. Morton, you know, he's, he's pitching well this year. I think every one of these matchups is in the Braves' favor, and I think that, you know, we have to win two out of three of this series. We have to do it. We have to display dominance and knock them back a little bit. Currently, they're two games back behind the Braves in the standings, so, you know, it's never too early to look at that, and you want to win because of the tiebreaker, too. And then the wraparound series, it's another four-game series. I think Elder goes on Monday... Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. That's interesting that that uh, that it wraps around to Monday. That's pretty rare, and it's a one ten game. Interesting. Um, hey, Senga. Yeah, Senga. That's their import that they brought in, I believe, from Japan. He's been very. He's been okay. He's been erratic. Oh. He's he, he still throws hard. He's got some like kind of like ghost forkball he throws that we're gonna talk about at nauseum during that game. But uh, he's a good play. <laughs> he, he's a good pitcher. They paid a lot to get him. But uh, he's very erratic, so you know we gotta be patient and draw our walks and 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 set up for big innings. I'm looking forward to a big weekend against the Mets, and that's always good to good to have. Yeah, certainly is. Well, for the major league club, that's about all I have. Or you got anything? No, I just want to see us bounce back after yesterday. Uh, I think that's the, that's what I'm looking at. Getting off to a good start and putting uh, putting that blown save in the rear view and picking up their teammate AJ Minter. Well, guys, I kind of want to add a new segment to the podcast and see if you guys like it. And I guess we could call this a trip around the minor leagues um, to show you the how the minor league teams are doing for the Braves. I am. Um, I guess the. I guess we could start with Augusta and how we're in the. Um, Standing Augusta, there. yeah, Augusta in the Southern Division is standing at six and nine. Uh, looks like that they've been pretty, pretty okay at best. They have scored the least amount of runs in their division. Um, so, yeah, they're sitting at six and nine right now, four games out of first place. And I do know their pitching is—they don't give up many runs. No, um, they've given they up the they, least. They may not throw much, but they don't give up much either. Yeah, so a lot of low-scoring, uh, quick baseball games. Heading up to Rome, um, how, how's Rome look so far this week? Yeah, another team under 500, which is uh, the theme right now in the minor leagues. They're 6-10. and 10. Uh, They're on a little bit of a skid right now, so they're sitting uh, in fifth place in their division. I know they're up at Greensboro right now, and they just got off a tough series with Bowling Green. Um Looking at Mississippi, uh, they are seven and eleven, but they've won two in a row. Yeah, they're in last place in their division. Um, so yeah, we're we're seeing that 
our minor league system, uh, much to be desired right now. <laughs> yes, I know they're with they're playing at Biloxi right now, which is the Shuckers, um, mm-hmm. and I think they played Montgomery last week. I believe so. Uh, let's see what what's going to look like. The nine and fourteen. Uh, they have won seven out of their last ten, though. So I think they're on the up and up, especially because you know they're getting a lot of uh, the injured Braves to come back for them. So I think that's helping them out a lot. But they're nine and fourteen right now. They're in. They're um, in, in a series with Buffalo right now, and they just came off of a series with Omaha. The Storm series. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, so, we, we, we have no team over 500 in the minor leagues, so thank God the major league team is good. But hey, minor leagues are still fun for me to watch. I love the minor leagues. Um, my goal is to travel to every minor league affiliate for the Braves. Oh, that's cool. Two, I, got two, I got two left. Nice. <clears throat> that, that's a pretty, pretty cool thing to do. Uh, yeah. So that's about all I got for the show. You got anything else to add, Kyle? Nope, big series. Uh, you know, everyone hope that the team is focused. Hope we can win it. Another four game set, like we just said. Um, I got nothing else. This was a, this was this was fun though. The chop it up about the team. Awesome, awesome. I see what you did there. Chop it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find the show wherever you listen to your shows: iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, any podcatcher app you. Prefer. Find us on Twitter at Ethos Brave. I am at F3 Motley Proof. Kyle? Uh, at Tossie 15. And Jeremy Bell is just old school Jeremy Bell on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So thanks for listening, and as always, go Brave. Chop on. <laughs> <laughs>